This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. When you shop at a Walmart Vision Center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. Welcome to the Vision Center. Let me know if you need help finding the perfect frame. Hey, Mom, you were right. These glasses are cool. Hon, they take our insurance. That means Papa's getting a new pair, too. Whoa, glasses start at just $39. Next stop, groceries. So you can get a little more of what you need. Find a Vision Center near you. Save money, live better. Walmart. Good morning. Welcome back to Codish Talk. This is Emilio Dinello. Um, today we'll be talking about Scott Parker's announcement as the Fulham head coach. Um, I did a show yesterday afternoon with Russ Goldman. That's been um, shared on, on social media. But today I'm interested to hear the views of our former Fulham favourite, Robert Wilson, who's on the line here today to share his thoughts. So, Rob, welcome back to Codish Talk. Yeah, good, mo- good, good morning, Emilio. Yes, it's, uh, thanks for having me back in. Um, yes, uh, you know, and yesterday's announcements for for, for Fulham and, and Scott and his backroom staff and the players and hopefully majority of supporters is a real positive um, positive end to a, a caretaker's role. And I, for one, was, was fully 100% behind Scott. I've seen uh, and know what's gone behind the scenes in his, in his ten, in tenure in the last sort of eight, eight, ten weeks. I think he's He's come through it with, you know, with with a lot of with a lot of um, good results. And, you know, some difficult games in his first five. You know, the three game run, and, and even up until seventy five minutes last week. You know, there's patterns and there's signs there that you know he, he has turned the corner, which was mm. uh, fantastic news for for us all, really. Yeah, exactly. And I think you know, it's 
think the announcement was inevitable. I thought I think it was sensible to do it before the end of the season to parade Scott Parker formally in his new role at the Newcastle game tomorrow. But you know, yes, in the essay show, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm overly bullish. You know, at the end of the day, I think somebody of his ilk has got to be given the chance. And I think they've trusted a person who's who knows the club, who gets gets on reasonably well with the owners, and I think that's that's fundamental to be successful at Fulham Football Club. And Ultimately, I think it just made sense to give him the chance. But as long as the owners back him financially with the right players, but also give him time, I think this could potentially be a very good uh, long-term um, announcement. So how bullish are you, Rox? I think Russ was sitting on the fence. I was a reasonably okay with it, but as long as Fulham give him time. And it sounds like you, we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago on this show when we reflected on the season. And at the time, you were very confident and certain that Scott would get the job. Yeah, very much so. And I echo all of them points that, um, you know, it's nice to see a young English manager, you know, get an opportunity, which doesn't happen too too often, both in premiership and championship teams, to, to, to really uh, have a go and cut the mustard at this level. I mean, Scott, as, as we've discussed in, in previous shows, that he's got the highest qualifications in terms of the, the system within the FA. Um, you know, he, he, so you know, he goes into his first job with, with a little bit of background of working at Tottenham's academy, having the caretaker role now for the last eight weeks, and working with the players is, is has been has been good for him. And it's good that uh, Mr. Khan's made that announcement yesterday that he has the reins for the next two years. Yes, he will need time, like any manager, like Frank Lampard, like Gerard, like Eddie Howe when he first started out. You know, these are young, up and coming players that are not finished. You know their careers. You know too long after going into management, and they just need to be given time. And I think uh, Mr. Khan will, you know, will stand by that and hopefully give Scott the the tools and and and, and the recruitment. Whoever goes out and whoever comes in, that you know Scott's fully at the uh, the forefront of making them key decisions. Yeah, and I think if I look at the feedback on <clears throat> excuse me on social media, so it seems to be fairly mixed. You know, I'm not saying it's a you know it's flowing with all positive. <laughs> news from all our fans and listeners around the world but it's how would we reassure some of the fans who are more skeptical that this actually is not a, a Kit Simons Mark II appointment because obviously a few years ago everyone was in favour of Kit Simons getting the job it unfortunately didn't work out but obviously what can we do what can you say that will reassure fans that this is not not going to be a mistake and the Khans have actually done made the right appointment and given Scott the job for two years? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to compare, you know, Scott against Kit or Kit against uh, previous managers or, or, or people that have probably been ex-players that have gone into the into the, the, the head coach stroke manager role. You know, it, as I said earlier, Scott's, Scott's had this sort of 8-10 game run. You know, there's been some real positive signs there. There's only been the odd blip here, Leicester away, which second half, which, um, you know, was, was a blip. Uh, maybe Watford away second half again, you know, learning by his mistakes and and, and, and probably, you know, just making sure that we see games out and making tactical or substitutions in the right manner. You know, it's a learning curve for him. You know, he's been thrown in at the deep end. I think he's acquitted himself very, very well. Um, and, and I, for one, can't see nothing more than positive. It's great to see that he's kept Stuart Gray and, um, and Matthew mm. from, from Tottenham. I understand he's putting on some fantastic sessions. I know firsthand that all of the players are buying into his, his concept and his ethos of how he wants to, wants to play. He loves a really nice, tight-knit mm. changing room, which, you know, has been difficult because it was a bit divided when he took over. Uh, and I'm not saying it's fully, fully, fully sorted <laughs> at the moment. Um, and I'm sure, the, you know, some of them players that are possibly on the wrong side of Dubai will probably be going in the summer. Mm. Um, you know, um, whether he buys 
English or, 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 or gets English type players in his, in his mind, I'm, I'm sure he'll have a, the flexibility from the board to to decide who comes in and who comes out. The tick box system that we run within the within the concept of Fulham making decisions on players, I'm sure that won't change. Scott will have to buy into that with the board and and, and Tony Khan and Brian Talbot. You know, I can't see that changing suddenly. Um, but you know, I, I think um, I think players want to come to Fulham. I think because it's a good mm. London club, although it's Championship, it's a great friendly club. Um, you know, we're not going to attract the the top top players that, in terms of what we would have done if we'd have stayed another year in the Premiership. But you know, I think he's going to get a team together. I think the nucleus there. You know, the signs mm. I've seen. You know that. You know, Anguissa's come on leaps and bounds in the last six, eight That's games. So, you know, I mean, if if Stefan Johansson comes back, if West Brom don't go up, you know, he's he's got a clean slate. You know, you play Tom in his right position, which Tom, you know, signed an extended contract. And he was pivotal that, you know, he wouldn't have signed that if, if Scott weren't getting the job. I'm, I'm pretty certain of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's lots. And then and the, the positive vibes I'm hearing is, is that Mitro doesn't want to go anywhere and he's looking like staying. So... You know, if that if that if that happens and that announcement comes in the next sort of week or ten days before the lads depart for the summer, then you know that'd be fantastic news not only for Scott and his staff and uh, and the board, you know, for all all the faithful Fulham fans out there. Mitro would be like a new signing mm. if he decided to stay for one season. Uh, then you've got the Sessignon. You know, it, reading all the tweets and the vibes that are going on, it's looking like he's he's going. You know, and I and I for one, if the club. You know, have to cash in. They have to cash in because you know he's not going to run his contract down till next year or till January. You know, in our eyes, it'd be sensible to get rid of him if we get rid of him and loan him back. Ideally, if, if Scott feels that he could do a, a season in the Championship like he did last, the season before last, then fine, have him back and uh, or, or you know, I don't know whether Tom, Tottenham would loan him back if, if that's mm-hmm. the club he decides to go to. But um, no, the, the the signs are there. I just hope we go out and. Put on a performance tomorrow and give all give everyone a real hope that it can be a nice summer and that we all come back for August the third, ready to have a real good go, at, which is a very difficult league to get out of, as we've seen for the last four years. Exactly, it's you know, arguably it's the toughest league in the world. You know, if it's uh, you know we've got a lot of established teams in that division. You know, we've we've got the experience as well, and we can learn from our mistakes from the, from the time we were in the championship. But I'm you know. Every day that goes by, I'm a little bit more confident Scott can do the job. I think you made a very good point that I raised yesterday also is that he's got the dressing room on his side. I think that's key because you can see they've been playing for him since he he became the caretaker manager in March. Um, Their performances have been more, more, more organized. He's played more organized. They're conceding fewer goals. You can see they're fighting for the cause. And Tom extending this corner, I agree with you 100% that he wouldn't have signed that extension had Scott not been offered the job. So overall, I see more camaraderie in the team, more organised unit. He knows the team. He's had the opportunity to choose the players he wants to retain and the players he won't be pushing back on the board to release if necessary. So I actually think there's a, there's a good future here, but he's got to be given time. And that's the point I raised yesterday. If results don't go as according to plan in the first few months, the last thing that the can should be doing is to, to take drastic action. And that's the thing. Look at Frank Lampard. Hasn't set the world alight with Derby County, but he's grinded them into the playoffs without necessarily playing well. He's got a lower points tally than Derby County had this time last year. But he's got them into the playoffs and he's got to be given the chance to, to strengthen that team. And I think we, you've discussed it also. There is the analogy with Frank Lampard. And if we do get promoted in due course, he's got to be given the chance like Eddie Howe to establish himself in the Premier League. What are your thoughts on yeah. that analogy? 
Yeah, I, I totally agree with all of that uh, as discussed. And like you say, to time is key and in, mm. in decision and business and in football, you know, managers don't get time. You look at the average uh, tenure of a, a championship manager, you know, there's not many out there that, that see more than 18 months, I think, you know, and, and some in, in their first jobs, you know, need a little bit longer than that. So, you know, a two-year deal is, you know, a, a contract of two years is, is only what, written on paper like you say mm. results decide whether that you stay that two years one year or, or go on to have a third year um you know I, we've just really got to get behind him and I, and I agree you know there's lots on social media that are a little bit um you know a little bit up in arms whether it's the right decision or not you know you know somewhere along the line these managers English managers like Eddie Howe Frank Lampard Gerard and Scott you know they need to start on the ladder somewhere you mm. know look at Look at someone like Sol Cameron who had to, it's tragic that he's had to drop down to somewhere like Macclesfield okay. to get his first job, you know, and we should be looking, you know, it's all right, the premiership, you know, having uh, foreign managers and all that. And, you know, let's just give these English coaches who've been through the system of the coaching badges and diplomas and uh, an A license, I mean, like, let, let's give them a chance. And I think Scott, knowing the club, playing for them, he knows everything about it. He knows all the backroom staff, the kitchen staff. The, mm, exactly. He knows the, the, everyone. You know, he's, he's a very friendly guy. He's not one for the media. You know, he looks a bit uncomfortable sometimes mm. in the media. <laughs> um, you know, he's, but, you know, deep down behind the scenes, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a, such a genuine, genuine guy. And he's, his team and whatever team he sends out every week, We'll, we'll we'll replicate that, you know, because he would do. He, I know for a fact they're doing a lot of work on the training ground. Yes. Um, and and it, it's been proven in the last sort of eight eight games. You know, we can see it. Everyone can see it. So, so what? Why? Why some of them Fulham fans out there are a little bit sceptical is beyond me. Because I've seen enough in these eight ten games to say, yeah, the guy needs a chance. And you know, I'm 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 absolutely overwhelmed and pleased as punch that he's been given the opportunity. And I think one thing you raised earlier on about the type of players that he will look to recruit, and I think hopefully he'll need Tony Khan and the and the and the board to support him. Here, but English football is now at the it's 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 getting to you know English football is literally at the top of its game at the moment. You know they they did well in the World Cup last year. They, you know the teams in Europe have done very very well this season. We've got a hell of a lot of great young English players coming through the ranks, and with someone an English manager at the helm. Surely, is an opportunity for Fulham Football Club to start recruiting some of this English talent and actually giving them opportunities to to progress and develop in their careers, rather than going for these higher profile, you could argue, foreign managers who come in with big ticket, you know, big names, but no, doesn't necessarily mean success. You know, I think big big names doesn't always mean you're guaranteed success. So I think Scott Parker can look to recruit some of this good raw English talent and, and try to pro- introduce them into the Fulham setup. What are your thoughts on on that and how? How big a profile of Scott Parker and how well respected is he to attract those type of players? I think I think he will do. Yeah, and I always I always you know I look at this something like Gareth Southgate, you know, mm. you know, and Scott Scott's worked in in the system um, probably a, 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 a many of St George's are, are coaching uh, qualifications at, with with Gareth and and Gareth last last summer you know he conjured a, a very good young English mm. England squad to to go on and and and, and I, I I would put it in a similar similar vein that you know he got the dressing room he got the youngsters in he wasn't mm. scared to pitch the youngsters put them all in. And the whole the whole country, you know, were behind them for the for the duration of the cup and getting to the semi final. I see this very similar. I think Scott will get English players. You know, we will you know we will retain obviously some some foreign players that we've got. I'm sure because the summer mm-hmm. have done have done very well. Um, but I would imagine unless there's a you know if there's an English player out there that's cheaper and 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 knows the 
buys into the, the, the philosophy of how Scott wants to play. And he's not just to come into the championship or to, or to, 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 to England just for money. You know, these Scott, Scott, the English players will be more hungrier to get an opportunity. And mm-hmm. I think Scott will attract it. You know, he's, he's, he's got a very good name in the game, both as a player and, you know, starting out as a manager now. And I think Fulham as a club, you know, will attract these players. And as I say, there's lots of players in and around the championship or, or bottom six or eight of premiership that young players don't get a chance. Mm. And he may, even tap in, he may even tap into his Tottenham market. You know, I'm sure he's got a very good relationship with Poch. You know, if there's some kids in that Tottenham reserves under 23 side that are not really getting an opportunity at Tottenham, you know, there's no one better than him and Matt that will know the, the best players that might do a good job at championship. So, you know, they've, they've blooded a few youngsters and I think there's a few behind there behind them at Tottenham. So, you know, he might well have a few uh, few few things up his sleeve there as well. So, yeah, it's, you know, I'm not saying we're going to go English-English, but, um, you know, I mean, I think we need to just take a step back and start looking at our recruitment and making sure that they're ready for the challenge of the championship, which is Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. It's mm-hmm. relentless. And some of these foreign players, like we've seen this year in the Premiership, they're not just ready for it. Well, you know, they've not been cut out for the... The intensity, even of the even of the, and the quality and the difference in the Premiership, the Championship is is miles apart. Exactly, exactly. So I'm young. I'm really I'm hopeful that he can tap into that sort of you know young English network of of, of players because English game is at its top of its. It's literally it's very successful when it comes to international football. English teams are doing well in Europe. There's a lot of great talent coming through the academy, local academies. I'm just I'm confident that with Fulham's academy and other teams who've got a crop of players who aren't necessarily getting the time to play in their, in their teams. And Scott can tap into that. And he's, like he said, I agree, he's well-respected within the game. And he's probably got a lot of good advisors around him. Like Gareth Southgate, his relationship with Gareth Southgate is pretty strong. So I think there's an opportunity there for him to get someone to mentor him and guide him along through this journey. But again, I think it's all about giving Scott time. And that's what I, I urge the Fulham board to give him the time that he needs to, to be as successful as possible. But uh, one question. Well, I think I'll... they will do. I mean, yeah, I think you know, you know, they'll they'll, they'll look at them themselves. I would have mm. thought any businessman would do at the top and say, you know, why have we had three managers in a season? You know, what could we have done better? You know, and and and, and that, the buck lies there. You know what I mean? Mm. You don't if you if you've had a unsuccessful season and had three managers at the helm, then you know, someone somewhere along the line, you know, someone above that needs to take a little bit of responsibility and say, right, you know, what could we do better? Right, so this season we've appointed Scott. Let's stick mm. with him now. You know, whatever happens, as you say, we go and get off to August or September. We don't get off to the great start that we we all anticipate going into a new season and it's going to be a new squad and possibly new players. You know, don't panic like Derby did. You know, like you say, mm. Derby were playing up and down. Had a very good cup run, which probably you know yes. helped Frank keep his job at some point because you know they were doing well in the cup and not so well in the league, and it ended up as you say getting them to, to, to six spot and, and, and uh, an opportunity to do what we did last season. So, yeah, time is key in any, in, any, in any walk of life, whether it's business or relationships or anything. You know, time, you need time. And um, sometimes people make rash decisions and, and, and so it's not always the right one. True, true. You're obviously very bullish about this appointment. It's quite clearly in, the, in what you're saying. Rob. Is there anything that makes you feel nervous? Any doubts that you have? Any slight niggles with this appointment? No. None whatsoever. Hundred percent behind Scott and his team, and as I say, I'm I'm, I'm privy to know what a little bit goes on behind the <laughs> scenes. So, for, uh, as 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 far as I'm concerned, no, I'm absolutely hundred and ten percent behind it. I'm, I'm just glad it's come out 
um, to give everyone an opportunity to, to to send him and the staff and the supporters off happy tomorrow after we beat Newcastle. Absolutely, so good good to hear your positive vibes and your your very very bullish comments. One thing I was asked by Russ yesterday, and it was a question around: Were the cons playing a safe bet by appointing um, Scott, or did they take a risk appointing Scott? Interesting to see your views and see how how you respond to this. Um, I think it was a little bit of both, if I were honest. It was a safe bet because he's he's the one in the chair. He's he's, he's proved over the last eight nine games that you know that there he's got he's got the um, He's, he's got the announced to, to to grind results out. You know, you don't get done this whole season with losing game after game and then go on a free game unbeaten run. You know, on the trot. Mm-hmm. So you know, he's against teams that probably we would have lost against previous managers. So yeah, I mean, it's a safe and it's always a risk. Anything, any, anything in life's a risk because no one knows what's going to happen at the end of it. But it's the safest bet I think I would have been uh, putting my money on if I was a betting man. And you know. In terms of a risk, it's only a risk if people in and around him, you know, put pressure on him that it's a risk. You know what I mean? I, mm. I think as long as he keeps keeps the the dressing room tight and the camaraderie and the intensity and and the philosophy and the game plan which Scott would like to play, I can see us going into the championship and and, and really making a good go of it. I know that the the team and the lads that are will be there will are fully behind his appointment. Uh, I'm sure there was some great, um, mm. you know. I'm sure he announced it to the team yesterday before he it, it went to the media, um, and I, I'm sure they all went away from training. Those know that are going to be there next season, you know, really cock up. And as I say, we've got lads in our academy that are coming through that you know will mm. you know give us an opportunity to blood probably one or two youngsters. It'd be nice even if he if if he if he starts with uh, if that's if one of uh, at least one of them tomorrow you know he might have one on the bench he might you know he's just going to give everyone an opportunity it's a clean slate for those that you know are probably pushed aside mm. by um, by Slav and by Ranieri um and as i say there'll be one or two that'll go out the door or three or four mm. and there'll be um, there'll be one two three or four that'll come through the door but whoever comes through the door i'm just hoping that Scott's got you know 100% say on yeah that's who i want you know because i don't think if I were honest, I don't think that was the situation with Slav and the 12 that were signed last summer. Mm. And I think that Scott's obviously gone in with his eyes wide open. He knows how the club is run, you know, the, the pros and cons of the of Tony Khan of how, how involved he is with the transfer policy, etc. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think both parties have gone in there with their eyes wide open. They're both acutely aware of how things are set up, the framework at the club, and ultimately hoping this is a recipe for a successful uh, campaign next year. But Overall, we have to give him time and, and fingers crossed, you know, we can get the right squad, the right depth and the right setup that we, you know, we've got a great chance to go up. But it is a tough division and uh, we just have to, we have to be patient. I think that's the thing I'm going to keep reiterating. Fulham have to give Scott time unless things drastic. Yeah, most definitely. We're, we're, yeah, we're not going to go on a 23-game unbeaten run in the Champions League <laughs> game, I think. You know what I mean? That's a, that was a one-off and one that we all endured that got us, you know, to where we wanted to be last summer at Wembley. So, you know, there's going to be some ups and downs and we're just hoping all that, that uh, there'll be more ups and downs. Mm. Uh, and, and and that Scott and his, his backroom staff and his squad that he puts together can, you know, make, make a real concentrated effort. I'm, for one, looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting this season out of the way tomorrow and mm. having a nice break in the <laughs> summer and then just looking forward to the media to... To, to what signings come in, what go out, and then you know we'll all be buzzing, ready to have a proper go come August. Yeah, and there will be a, a, probably additional pressure on, on Scott's shoulders because obviously being British, 
high expectations, a club that's just been relegated from the Premier League, spending the most money for a promoted team. So there's going to be a heap of pressure on his shoulders. So it'd be interesting to see how he, how he deals with that sort of media publicity and pressure on his shoulder on top of actually trying to get the club to, to win games week in, week out. Yeah, there's going to be. I mean, obviously, you know, we would expect some of the hundred million uh, to be uh, clawed back with three or four or possibly more that will go out in the summer. You know, the likes of Surrey uh, definitely be going. You know, we've already seen Scherler and a few mm-hmm. others. I'm hoping Anguisi stays. Uh, and as we say, Mitro stays. If that, that would be like, a, you know, a signing of the summer if he agreed mm-hmm. to say that he was going to. Um, so, yeah. So, um, yeah, looking forward to it. Okay, so before we wrap up the for the day, any, any final thoughts, Rob? Uh, no, just as I say, I, it's it's pleased that the uh, the news has come out. I'm looking forward to um, you know seeing what the lads can do tomorrow against Newcastle. Finish on a real positive uh, performance and uh, three points. Uh, send us all away in the summer. Happy to, to look forward to coming back to the cottage in in August. Lovely. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Rob. This uh, this morning, you know, it's a miserable day here in London. It's a bit cloudy. Not nothing. No no sun out there. Hopefully, the sun will shine tomorrow in front of our fans at the cottage tomorrow afternoon. So I hope you enjoy the game tomorrow. And uh, thanks again for joining our show. So to wrap up, okay. this is Danilo on College Talk. And thanks for Robert Wilson for sharing his thoughts on Scott Parker's appointment yesterday. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average. And those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. So I used the savings from switching to Progressive 30 years ago to buy tickets to the championship game. You know, between those two teams that didn't exist 30 years ago. Yeah, I'm a big Alaska Palm Trees fan. Which is a team now, in the future. So switch to Progressive and save big, because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. And all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping. And you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.